get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Alex Ferrario, that's Tanner Hendrickson, and I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Mike McKenna is a former NHL goalie. He's an analyst now for the Daily Faceoff, and he wrote yesterday that it might be best for everybody involved if Vladimir Tarasenko is here in St. Louis for the long haul. I wanted to talk to him about that article now here on BK and Ferrario. Mike, we always appreciate the time, man. How are you doing today? Oh, doing well. You know, getting ready to... Get these holidays going. I mean, I think it feels like it really starts later this afternoon. I, I got a couple of media things to do, and uh, once I'm done with SiriusXM, it's party time. I I'm ready it. to take a few days off. <laughs> I, I love it. Absolutely, man. Well, we appreciate you hopping on with us before the holiday festivities begin. And I did want to talk to you about the, the co- column that you wrote over on the Daily Faceoff about Vladdy Tarasenko. He's been great for the Blues this year, and it's hard for me to imagine that they will trade him in season at this point, given the way that he's produced for him. Do you think he, this is more than just, though, for the 2021 season? Do you think Vladdy could eventually make a decision that, you know what, this is the best place for me? Well, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to read because, obviously, I, I'm not I'm not him. And, and I don't have a direct line to just pick his brain all the time. It's not like we're going for coffee every day. But, like, I just look at this scenario and how there's obviously been animosity in the past. And it seems like a lot of it was rooted from his shoulder injury, having several surgeries that didn't go well. Now he's had one that fixed it. And I think we all kind of know the big story here. But that trade request, he's still, as far as I've heard, stands. He still doesn't want to play for the St. Louis Blues, which to me is insanity given where he is, (laughs) leading the team in scoring, playing with Pavel Buchnevich and Ivan Barbashev on an all-Russian line that's 1-2-3 on the team in scoring, and keeping the team in the playoff fight. Like, there's players missing from the Blues, and that line is doing it. Um, that That's the on-ice aspect, but the off-ice aspect to me is just thinking of how, you know, I was in the building last week for the game against the Dallas Stars, and he, Tarasenko scores two goals, and people are chanting, Vladdy, Vladdy, Vladdy. And I, I got to tell you, man, like, there's a lot of value in that. You know, like, as a player, I always wanted to feel like I was wanted where I wanted to play. You know, and I had that connection to the fan base. And I know players sometimes don't really care, to be honest with you, about fans. But I think that's a draw. And I'm I'm just looking at this from a thousand yards and thinking, maybe this can be healed because it seems like this is a really good fit for him. You know, Barbashev and Bushnevich, she's about 26 years old. Like, that line could dominate for the next five, six years, you know, with him part of it. Um I don't know, though, because I'm not sure what Vladimir's still feeling, if he's still upset. But it just doesn't add up at all. 
You know, like how can you be playing this well, smiling on the ice, but still one out? I don't get it. You know, Mike, the one thing that that has been with all of this has been the uh, the 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 surgery mishaps that Jeremy Rutherford has been reporting on. And again, we're not in the room. We're not talking with Vladimir Tarasenko about this, but I'm not sure if you've played with individuals that have gone through something like this. But as a mm-hmm. player, how hard would it be to get over a shoulder surgery that the doctors, according to Vladdy, messed up? Yeah, well, I mean, it's your health, and that's about the most personal thing you can go through. And um, and that's where I can understand from his his position. If he feels like, hey, man, this just was not handled well, and I don't agree with it, and you don't feel comfortable, I can understand that. Um, but I do think time heals in certain instances as well. So I've seen both sides of this. I've seen players be upset about the way their treatment is handled previously um, and eventually get over it. I've seen other ones that just go scorched earth, so I'm not doing this anymore. The problem is, like, the Blues would still have to actually trade him, yeah. and there has to be a team willing to take him. And that's, you know, he's building stock because he's playing so well, but that's still a huge contract in the salary cap world for a 30-year-old player, even though there's only one year left on it, you know? So, I mean, obviously they, they couldn't find an a, a appropriate trade to be made earlier in the season. I mean, if I'm Doug Armstrong, I'm not getting rid of him. <laughs> you know, like, this is a valuable asset. Like, we're not going to be in the deep in the playoffs without Vladimir Tarasenko, I think, at this point. So, um, but yeah, from the player's perspective, like, it is your health that is your most important thing, and if you feel like you've been wrong, that is by far and away the the hardest thing, I think, to get over if you were to try to stay with a team. I don't think there's any way they trade him in season, especially with the way that he's played. Like, I mean, you've laid out yeah. the case, basically, that, that that line has kept this team alive, and you don't want to break that up right now. I, I think the tough part if you're Doug Armstrong is going into the offseason and looking at it and saying, okay, if Vladimir Tarasenko going into the offseason has not changed his mind, he, he still wants to be traded, and you've got one year left on that contract, and then he's going to be an unrestricted free agent, and if he mm-hmm. wants to be traded, it, it seems unlikely at least that he would decide to resign under his own volition here in St. Louis. At that point, would it make more sense to get something out of the deal, get a, a younger asset potentially in return for Vladimir Tarasenko as opposed to running the risk of losing him for nothing the following season. that That's when I think things get really interesting again here. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to make tough choices. And you think of some of the times in the past where, you know, Doug Armstrong has made those really difficult decisions. Like one example I can think of is letting Paul Stastny go to Winnipeg despite the team still being in the playoff hunt a couple of years ago and decided, okay, well, I, I think we've got a deal on the table that would make us better in the long haul and, and we should take this, even though we're not sure it'll help us short term. Um, it's a hard part of being a GM because that team is the blues to me are still, if they can get healthy, they're still a contender. You know, I, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind. You get Shen back, you get, you get Perron back. If that happens, like Robert Thomas, like this is a team that should be able to make waves in playoffs. And can they do that without Tarasenko? Uh, probably. I mean, but boy, you'd like to have that. So I think it also depends where the team is come the end of the year. You know, if, if, if it seems like he's gone, yeah, that's when you really have to explore it. Because, you know, look at the moves that, that Armstrong's made. I mean, bringing in Bushnevich, that tr- trade looks like a home run right now. And, and you would have to think for Tarasenko, you'd be able to get a tangible asset, more than just a draft pick. Like, if it's if you're moving Tarasenko, you need a draft pick and, a, and an impact player if you're going to move that move him. Um, but I'm not sure where that'll be. Again, salary cap, COVID world, teams not having budget. 
It's going to be really dicey, man. I'm not sure what the path forward is. Mike, you mentioned this Blues team still feeling like a Stanley Cup contender, and I think a lot of Blues fans would agree, especially after what we've seen in the last 10 games. Uh, do you still feel like, though, that this team is missing something? And since we're on the topic of Vladdy, uh, would it make sense for a Vladdy swap to bring in a top four defenseman if that possibility was out there for this team? Or do you feel like they're better off trying to win a cup with the defense that they have in place and having Vladdy on this roster? Well, boy, I, I, I hate to make it an either-or decision, you know, because <laughs> obviously if you want a top 4D, I mean, you dangle Tarasenko, somebody will come at, come at you with one, I would think. Um, I'm not sure it's just that simple. And, and that's where, you know, I, 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 we've talked about this previously. I like the progression of the decor for the Blues. I'm just not sure they're there. But do you pick up a rental? That's the hard part. I mean, you've got three players locked in between Falk, Krug, and Pareko, like, and even Scandella in that mix. But, like, this is where you really need Mikola and, and a healthy Wallman to, to take a step and try to help with that. I mean, I've liked at times what Barunovich has done, but you need more there. You need steadiness. And, and I don't know if that top four is going to come from a trade. Um, I do think, though, that the Blues are right there. And watching them defend, what concerns me the most is more a communication factor as opposed to a personnel issue. You know, watching them play five on five, they're just loose. Like the number of turnovers that they have is really high in the league. Five on five, not the best defensive team. Like they're relying on power play and they can score five on five, but they've got to tighten up defensively. I think that's on the whole team. I think it's on communication, dedication to the system uh, more than it would be on one single player. I think they just have to be more disciplined in their structure. He's Mike McKenna, former NHL goalie, now an analyst as well for the Daily Faceoff. He joins us weekly here on BK and Ferrario. You can also follow him on Twitter, at Mike McKenna 56. Mike, we always appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for joining us today. Have yourself a Merry Christmas, and we'll talk with you again soon. That sounds great. Everybody out there, be safe, enjoy. And uh, one last message, man. Seven uh, seven of the nine players on my daughter's 8U team, their favorite player, Vladimir Tarasenko. Something to think about. Just think about it, Vladdy. It's just at least just worth considering. It. That's where it's at right <laughs> yep. there. Appreciate right. you, Mike. See you, Mike. Mike McKenna joining us here on 101 ESPN.